got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Well, who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stunt. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! It's in the hole. Saturday, March 18th, 2007, broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios today. Back from Mexico at the TAA, that's the Tobacconist Association of America. I talk with manufacturers and retailers on and off the record about what's new, what's coming out, and even our crystal ball. We go to a TAA update and a new Cigar Journal magazine that hit our shelves. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only cigar radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And here we go. Not that I haven't had enough cigars this week. My God. Mexico. I counted them. It was crazy. But here you go. We'll take one and pass it down. This is an Illusion Ultra. Barry, tell us about it. Well, thanks to our new software and what have you, the cigar we're smoking is magically appearing behind Jonathan's head on YouTube. And this is made at Tobacco's Valleys de Jalapa, the Illusion Ultra, or a box-pressed Nicaraguan Puro. Illusion Ultra is a true connoisseur's blend. Decadent and rich, the cigar is rolled and then pressed overnight to achieve its tactile, rectangular shape. Bold in looks, taste profile, and approach, Illusion Ultra achieves its flavor profile with a good amount of spicy Lajara leaves from Jalapa and Esteli. Illusion Ultra is the truest example of a modern-day Nicaraguan Puro. Retails between eight and twelve fifty, and we are about to light the five and a half by fifty-six op number nine. Toro. Now, what's interesting when you talk about a puro, that means it's pure. It's all Nicaraguan tobacco. Most countries that produce puros have very flat, bland cigars. It's it's just very consistent all the way through. Nicaragua's a little different because it's not just volcanic soil. Some of the fields that they grow tobacco in are in basins of volcanoes that have trapped thousands of years of sediment. Some of the soil we learned goes as much as 100 feet deep. And in other areas, it's more shallow and there's better drainage. Drastically different mineral contents in those soils. So you could, you got a shot. I I haven't smoked this in a long time. We got a shot with this one that it could be very good, but it could also just be like every other Puro. It it could seem like a blend because it's... Tobacco is blended. Right. It is blended from different tobaccos in different regions of Nicaragua. Therefore, even though it's the same country, we still have a different blend. Right. And if you think about it, we could get tobacco from Connecticut, U.S. Connecticut. There's uh, tobacco in Florida. There's tobacco in Pennsylvania. You create a blend, right? As opposed to all Connecticut cigar. 
yeah, which you, exists. You could have a completely USA-based cigar. Yeah, and, uh, and be very different, be, it, be blended. Different would be a nice way of putting right, it. Right, different. Um, so you're saying behind me, we're seeing a picture. This is a, a basically a radio show, but we do have some people that watch this mess. But do we have something happening on this mess now? There is something <laughs> happening, and it's happening if only you point Chuck. at the TV, Dave. See right here, you can see the Illusion Ultras. Go a little more, more to your yeah, there, yeah, right there. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I don't, it, it, it was, it's it like was the there. weatherman. I don't it's see it, anything. Uh, yeah. Correct. And it's like the weatherman. Correct. So there's going to be a storm front coming in <laughs> from the inside. Is that what's happening? That's, That's what's happening. Really. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. got to watch it now. All right, let's uh, let's cut and light this bad boy. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars—they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 People were saying it out loud at the uh, TAA. They excellence, listen. excellence, or the, the, whole, uh, the whole read? The, the whole thing. Fig Newton. Fig Newton on the dry pole, right? Fig Newton. Tasting it on... Uh, totally, especially the cookie part. This is a part of the care package? Yes, it is. Whoa. And everybody is smoking the same size, or no? Um, I believe the majority of the people were smoking the number nine, but there were a few people who got, like, the number fours. Okay. So, Fig Newton, we're, we're tasting it before we... Smoke the cigar before we even light it. Um, and there's a word for that, Barry. What do you call it? Cold draw? Cold draw. Drawing in cold without the heat. Not to be confused with cold gin. Something that has been added to our, speaking of cigar so the dryness later. of the cookie pot of the fig newton. 100%. With a little sweetness of the, it is. Yeah. It is. He, des- he deserved that very, very loud. Yes. That's why it was loud, Dave, is because he it hit it so good. clearly on the head. Yes. So you could adjust the volume of Which that right in the program, right there. That's what we just Bring did, it down. Yep, yep. So this is the, t- the test version of this the, stuff. But we tested things, beforehand. but there's still, there's still things that are going to happen on a live show. There are so many sound elements that happen during the course of the show. We kind of ran out of a little bit of time to have them all tested before we went. All right. So uh, it makes it even better. We're going to light our cigar today. Uh, He says better, and inside it's killing it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Renegade. It retails for $14.99. It comes in a variety of colors. It features four jets, a flip-out bullet punch, and, yes, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank is one of the features of the $14.99 Vertigo Renegade. So, I land in Mexico, sitting on the bus, heading to the hotel we're going to, and introduce myself to the guy sitting next to me, and he pulls out his paperwork, which was, he needs to meet me when he gets to the show. And here I am, sitting on the bus, and he says, I can't believe it. You're the guy I need to meet. Why the hell does he need to meet you? Because he's from Vertigo. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> and he says, you guys are killing it. Yes, we are. And how many thousands of percent were up? And um, he lives in Rhode Island. He was a guy that used to work for a competitive lighter cutter company. And he jumped ship. Really? And he's on to uh, the Vertigo uh, and Black Label and all their uh, great Lotus. lighters. Yep. Yep. All the Lotus and all that. So uh, we had a nice talk in the hour-long drive we had over there, and um, then saw him multiple times throughout, and I said, listen, you ever hear of the show? No, I didn't. 
And I said, well, you guys are advertisers. We've never had anybody <laughs> yeah. for four years. I recommend that everyone that works for that company listen to the show. Because and, and tell us what who's better on? at selling lighters than I am? Right. So uh, I said, you're right in Rhode Island. We have to have you come up and, and do the show. And he said, okay. I said, nothing to be nervous about. You know, just us hanging out and whatever. I had an interesting thing. I was interviewed by uh, Cuban Trade Magazine this week about the Habanos Festival, and I made Is an it offer. Is a Cuban company? Cuban it's based in, based in Miami. Okay. Uh, and I made an offer to the reporter, a nice young lady, uh, Suzette, and I said, Suzette, I'd, I'd, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, they tighten up, huh? I mean, this is a professional reporter. That, and I understand and because she has no idea what the show is, maybe. Right. But then once you watch it, you say, oh, I'll go on that. She asked well, I'll me, definitely not go on that. She asked me about uh, 12 minutes into the interview. It was a 20-minute interview. About 12 minutes in, she said, uh, what's your last name? Because every time I Google you, it only comes up as Mr. Jonathan. I said, my last name's Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and you can quote me. There we go. All right, so uh, the 48, uh, 49th annual TAA, that's the Tobacconist Association of America conference and get-together, uh, happened last week. It was at the Sheridan Grand Los Cabos, that's in Cabo St. Louis, Mexico. And this is a small group of retailers. It's a total of 64 retailers now, actually up from 50. They, they brought it up, 64 different retailers, some with multiple stores, as many as together as, as 100 stores altogether but 64 different companies. Of that 64 different companies, there's 33 associates separate from that, associates meaning cigar companies. So it's almost a two-to-one. Basically, we all get our own manufacturer, you know, half of a manufacturer total. So there's a lot of time with manufacturers get to spend because there's only 64 of us and 33 of them. And it's a yeah, free-for-all is it what is. that is. It is. And that includes... Um, pipe manufacturers and accessory manufacturers. So you're spending a lot of time with everybody, which yeah. is great. You know, people normally you wouldn't spend, be able to spend a lot of time with. There's, there's a lot of time with everybody. So you learn a lot as it's going on. It is a major drinking thing going on. It's open bar. Uh, I'll get a little into um, what the schedule looks like and how much drinking. You know, it's a, you know, from... Go to a seminar, then yeah, drink. have a drink. Mimosas and go play um, golf, drink the whole time, yeah. come back, have a drink. drink. Without mentioning names, unless you wanted, did anybody embarrass themselves? The vast majority of the people would be my guess. I would say no. Usually, you know, this is one that nobody people have died, people have got hurt, you know, different things happen because anybody split their forehead open on the no, tile? Not that I know of this time, chip but teeth, nothing. There was there was all the old stories of the, the different things that happened. Any, but, uh, any murders at the resort? No, right before. Yes. Right before I got there. Now, we discussed... I'm packing, and there's the news. Fox News is on, and six are murdered there. Not in the, in the country, there. I'm like, this is not good. But then you think about it, and you say, maybe it is good, because they're all murdered now. The odds of it happening <laughs> the next day is... Right? Yeah, you Actually, almost never, good about you almost never <laughs> yeah. hear that. It's like the best day to fly is the day after a plane crash. Two yeah. days in a row, a murder happens in a country, that especially never a third world country. Yeah. Never. Put that out of your mind. Yeah. So, um, TAA, one of the big things in TAA, I've been a member for a long time, and it, it was a dying industry. 
basically group that it was getting worse and worse and worse. And they said, we have to relive this and bring Breed it, some life you into know, it. Yeah, get something going. And one of the things was have exclusive cigars for this group. Mm. I think this was a big, big thing that ended up uh, happening in a big way for it. It has ongoing products like the Drew Estate Acid Big Bang. If you ever see that cigar yeah. out there, that is only for TAA members. So you know when you see that in a store, that is somebody that is a TAA member to Co- begin Coincidentally, with. of all the acids, it's the one that I can smoke. It's the best one, in and, my opinion. And when you say for members, you mean the members are... The 64 people. ...carrying that in their stores, so yes. it's available for consumers yes. as well. About yes. Only stores. at the membership stores. Correct. Of yeah. which Two Guys Smoke Shop is twoguyscigars.com is yes. a TAA member. Right. So there's only 64 of us. So you'll hear some of these cigars, and you've seen them, and now you know that cigar store you go in as a TAA member because, frankly, we have nothing on our wall or anything. There should be some sort of... Yeah, Indiana. Can some, we hang a... TAA thing from the big cigar out front, just let it swing when the wind blows? Well, they don't openly allow you to use their logo. In other words... Is this, is this not a business? They say you can't just use our logo. Hmm. We, we, we've had issues already with using the logo. You can't use our logo. I'm a member. You can't use the logo. Okay, how the hell are you supposed to tell? Are you allowed to even talk about it right no, now? It, is it a secret well, organization? No, right? Is this like the Masons? It, there is is there a handshake? Sort of, there's a constitution that says I can free speech. I, you know, I can say it, I guess, but don't use the logo. Don't use the logo. Hmm. All right. I don't know why, but that's it. Uh, Padron 1964 Toro. So oh. all Padron Toros, the 64 version, if you get them in your favorite retail store, then that's because they are a TAA member. Yep. Which happens to be that is that's the best one in that line too, and, yeah. and I'm not I'm not just saying that in, in yeah. our, in our shops you. that sells. Well, first off, the number one selling size is the Toro, and, and of Padron, mm. the only one that gets the Toro is the 64 people, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, so get, it becomes a bestseller. I got to ask you something. Yeah, they have weird names, you know, number nine, number 35, Principe. Uh, so on and so forth. Is it because it's called the Toro? You think that has anything? Maybe it's a normal name. The consumer can say, "Oh, Toro." I, yeah, I yeah because that is. because most English-speaking people understand what a Toro is. Well, cigar smokers will come in and go, "Can I get a robusto?" Not knowing that you know maybe the Principe counts as a short robusto. Yeah, but they come in and want a Toro. This actually says on the box mm. Toro and not Exclusivo. And and it's a it's kind of a thick Toro, box press thick Toro, which makes it an awesome Toro. Of, of that blend. Um, Rocky Patel is the 15th anniversary Robusto Grande, which is basically a Toro. Yes, it is. And the Nat Sherman, the uh, Pan American, the whole Pan American line. So that is the ongoing stuff, but they do what like store exclusive things do, which is have an exclusive product that comes out once a year. Or maybe one production, you know, they'll say, okay, we're making a thousand boxes of these, buy whatever you want, and that's it. And there's even been some companies that make a purchase of it, we're going to produce the amount of cigars that you guys order, period, and that's the end of that. So these are things that fall in that category of there's only going to be so many of them. Crown Heads TAA, the Angel's Anvil. You've heard of the Angel's Anvil? The Angel's Anvil. The T, Angel's A. Anvil A T A A. Anywhere you see the Angels Anvil from Crown Heads, that is the T A A version. And each year they come out with a different one. So the 2017 is coming. Hmm. Tatuaje T A A, 
2017. One of the hottest ones that he comes out with every year. Yeah. so Highly sought after. Um, this one is going to be, Barry, you can help me on this. A based on version. the 2011? Based on the, this is 2017, so it's based on the 2014. If memory serves me correct. I heard 11, but. But the 2014 could have been based on the 2011, so. Well, he's going to Google that. Uh, Rocky Patel, Manaquik, Man, Manatuk. M-A-N-T-I-Q-U-E. Manic-tweak? Manicue? Manicue? I'm going to go with Manicue. Whatever it is, I have no idea. Nor have I sampled a cigar. They're ordered. Because you're in Mexico. You can have samples in Mexico. It's legal. Yes. Right. Uh, Asylum. Asylum 13 is coming out with a 7x70. Oh, there is a 7x70 already. There is. That's but, not a different cigar. But it's box-pressed. That's different. Not the very first box pressed uh, 70 ring gauge cigar, by the way, that I'm aware of. But maybe their first. It's their first. Uh, and they are the 7 by 70 people. They are known for the big ring gauges. They're the ones that did it. Yep, it is the 2014. Ah, it's based on the Barry. 2014. Barry's correct. Which is based on the Tatuaje Pork Tenderloin and the Barkley Rex. Barry Friggin' hate being proved wrong by yeah. you. Yeah, two for two. <laughs> Aren't you sick of being would, right, Barry? I would rather get recircumcised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like Barry winning the classic three-way. It's beat starting me. to get old. Anything. <laughs> Do you go to the doctor and say, I want to be circumcised? He says, you have been circumcised. Do it again. I'd like, I'd like another go around. Right. <laughs> the Jaime Garcia Torpedo Box Pressed is a new one. The LFD Exclusivo number 49. Remember, this is the 49th version of the TAA. Right. So when you see that number 49... You know that that's the TAA version wow. of the LFD. Now, are they only going to come out with one wrapper this year, or are they going to have two versions like they did last year? It is a Toro, and it only in Maduro. Okay. And I have the sample. I think I gave it to you. It's in the bag of stuff you have uh, there. Okay. If you're not smoking it. And if you're listening, that's not making it back to you. I was smoking so many cigars. I know I'm buying it anyway, and I said... Just put me in for a whole bunch of them, and <laughs> you guys know what you're doing. I don't. I don't need to get through. No, it, because I, LFD, man, you know what's going to go, up and, and it's going to ruin me for the day because I'm going to be done, and I I got to get through ten today, and I just can't do it. Yeah. I can do it, but then I'm done. So uh, I passed on smoking the sample. I went with the. I know they're good, no doubt about it. So put me in, and the uh, Herrera Esteli Maduro. And we got those coming, too. So uh, we're going all the way through. We're taking them all. So here's a typical day at TAA. Breakfast. Two cigars when you walk through the door. You haven't even had breakfast yet. They hand you two cigars to try. And these are important cigars to try because later on they're going to be trying to sell them to you. So here's your two cigars. Now have breakfast. So you smoke them, and then it's time to go into a seminar. Do they make you wait until you finish both cigars before they feed you? No, it's a buffet. Okay. Get up and you're smoking while you're eating, and uh, you got to get these things in. Then you go to a cigar seminar where you may be finishing up that last cigar, or there'll be a cigar waiting for you when you get there. Now it's time for a cigar coffee break. And it's not lunch yet. It's a coffee break, so maybe it's like 10.30 or something. We're going to have a coffee break, and here's a cigar, and here's the coffee break, and then a half hour later, go back in. And So far, you haven't described... Much different of a day than my regular day. Yeah. But. Then there's cigar lunch. We have that. And then cigar cocktails. And then after cigar cocktails, you freshen up. Cigar and, siesta. And then we go to cigar cocktails. But we just had cigar cocktails. 
and then there's a like an hour break in between cigar cocktails. Take a nap. And then we up. have cigar cocktails. Sober up a little bit. Yeah. And then hit it again. And then you've had cigar cocktails. Now we have cigar dinner. And again, cigar dinner may be as many as three cigars. And uh, then the after-hour party. I do it believe goes on that for I can two, hang. Two or three people. hours. And uh, so that day was ten cigars. So I said, okay, I'm ten deep today. I'm actually keeping track. And that's how it is. So five days, ten cigars a day is 50 cigars. How do you do it? We're professional. That's how we do it. <laughs> um, and as I say, I try to put the, the heavy ones aside for later in the day that I think that are going to do it so that I can get through it or whatever. But... As much as it seems like, oh, my God, that sounds like it's awesome, it, is, it, it becomes work. You know, it becomes, okay, here's the next one. Because we are making purchases there. And I'll be honest with you, some of my purchases are bigger than the IPCPR trade show. I mean, I buy heavy because spring is coming. It's getting showtime and um, great deals. TAA is an awesome organization. You have to actually be asked if you want to be part of this thing. Um, you can put yourself in... Um, to try to uh, get in there by talking to a um, TAA member and say, geez, I'd love to be looked at to be part of it. Um, by all means. Somebody has to stand up for right, you. Right, somebody yeah. stands up for yeah. you. Um, so a keynote speaker they had there um, was Kevin Harrington. Do you know who he is? Kevin Harrington was, Shamwell? was one of the original Shark Tank guys from when Shark Tank started off. And yes, he was. He was Sham Wow. He was the Ginsu Knife. He yeah. was... He was the Ginsu Knife? Ginsu Knife. He wasn't the old man on Ginsu Knife. OxyClean, all those different infomercials. Yeah. So he was saying, like the Ginsu Knife, he goes to some fair, and there's the old man standing there, and he's slicing a tomato. And he's making a very, very thin slices of the tomato. Then he saws through a shoe. Then he slices some more of the tomato. Then he saws through a can. And all the people are gathered around. And he's got this little microphone attached to his head so he can use his hands as he's going through it. And then he sells 20 knives. And then he starts again. And then the people come and he goes through it again. And in between one of these little breaks that he's taking, he goes up to this man and says, What do you... You know, what's the deal here? And he goes, oh, I go from fair to fair and from carnival or whatever, and I go to the next thing. I've been doing this for 15 years. He's a professional pitchman. Yeah. And he says, what if I take you and make an infomercial about you and you just do it once, and then when you're sleeping, your thing shows up. And he said, you know, I I see some stations, like an A&E station, that at nighttime for a few hours is just bars. And there's no programming. He calls up A&E and he says, what's up with this? Just I only have bars on my thing from 1 o'clock in the morning to 3 o'clock in the morning. There's just bars. And they said, well, we don't have any program for, programming for that. He goes, well, you got some now. And he runs this um, Kinsu Knife commercial during this time <coughs> over and over and over and sells millions and millions of Kinsu Knives. So then he takes it to the next product and the next product and he gets basically rich from it. Well, he makes these other people rich because he gets a fee, actually, for doing it for them. And now uh, he says, what I want to do is actually own the product. Right. And when they started Shark Tank, they went to him and said, we got this concept idea. What do you think of him? He helped them along, and he, he started off with the Shark Tank thing. And um, he was there to tell us that, um, as seen on TV, all this, as seen on TV products, he owns the trademark as seen on TV, so they're all his also. Wow. And he was cranking, he said, but up to about three, four years ago, all of a sudden he started seeing dips. And that's because people aren't watching TV. 
They, well, ev everybody has switched to the DVR format and the on-demand format. Nobody's watching infomercials except for maybe in the cigar shop if that was the channel that went on at 12 in the afternoon. Yeah, and further on that, I was having a conversation with somebody last night. The better shows now are no longer on, like, free TV. Like, Amazon has their own produced shows. Netflix yep. has their own produced shows. No commercials. And binge-watching is a thing. I mean, yep. you, you watch five, six episodes on a, a series all at once. I've been so, doing that with Sneaky Pete. So what does he do? He says, what should I do? I, got, I have to make a change here. Buy an ad on and, Cigar Authority. Well, he starts saying podcasting. This is where all the action's going. And does anybody here do a podcast or anything? And I'm like, <laughs> the only guy, that's it. And, you know, I'm the only one in the room. And then he talks about different things, um, geofencing he gets into, mm -hmm. yeah. which coincidentally I geofenced the room that we were in before he got there. In other words, attaching our advertising onto everybody in the room stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, he knows. Like, I got caught, but he didn't. He was just talking about these are different aspects of it. So at the end of, at the end of it, I ended up walking him out, you know, uh, down to the hotel and talking to him. And Were you skipping uh, and holding hands? No, no, but okay. he could tell I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> He could tell. He, he may he may or may not have some sort of uh, thing against me. Yeah, he's got a restraining, restraining order. order. No question. It's no question. Uh, but it was awesome. Um, IPCPR and CRA were there. They got big, big into legislation. Um, the, the overall feeling there is the glass is, is half full right now. There's a lot of hope. Um, and they have some plans to do that, and I'm going to get into that. Um, then, then went the dream machine. And that's where all the deals and, and promotions ended up happening there. So uh, with that is um, the ding-ding, which means it's the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? And this hypothetical battle is part of the Dream Machine. Actually, it was the first question asked on the Dream Machine to see basically if the dream machine was working. So they asked everybody a question. When I heard it, I said, oh, you know, <laughs> this is an interesting question. And it's, uh, and this is the question. So you've you got to imagine the top 50, 64 retailers across the country in Mexico at a convention about cigars. So here is the first question asked of everybody. And it was Michael Herklotz. Who, of Nat Sherman, who was up on the stage at that time, and said, here's the first question, and they, and they ask you lots of industry questions to try to figure out the pulse of the industry, mm. of what's going on. So here's an important question that I give to you. Crumbled or folded? Toilet paper. Crumbled or, or folded? When you, using it? When using your toilet paper. <laughs> Crumbled uh, or folded? For starters. Very important, by the way. I don't, yes. I don't use toilet paper. There is a correct answer here. <laughs> I use baby wipes yeah. and folded. Baby wipe folded. Folded. Yeah, you get as many uses out of the one wipe as possible. So you're saying folded? So is it folded like you're folding tobacco leaves over and over? No. Folded? And two bar, like rolling in <laughs> yeah, little no. circles? Um, or is it the, the uh, mummy? The mummy? You go with the mummy? It's folded in the sense of where the perforations used to be. I don't think toilet paper is perforated anymore. At least well, they have so it. You're buying the cheap stuff. Yeah, not okay, the cheap crap you're buying. <laughs> So, but, yeah, along the fold You're buying that, that single-ply cheap crap? Oh, yeah, that's God. it. Yeah, buy, the, buy the double-ply and separate them. No, I like the, the quilted one. Yeah. It, feel, it feels good on my bum. Northern, yes. <laughs> 
Folded, Dave. Definitely. Everybody says folded. Yeah. And folded is the correct answer, yes. by the way. Because Who of would the crumple? Sur- <laughs> because of the surface area that's used. Now, I can, I can have an argument for this because very much like uh, sandpaper has all the divots and that's how sandpaper yeah, smooths things out. That's how out. it gets. It gets the you bigger could, particles. You could crumple it and get more scrapage effect, I yes. guess. The show has officially gone down the toilet. Well, the, uh, this was the exact. <laughs> did they follow it up with a, are you a front-to-backer or a back-to-fronter? <laughs> they did not ask that. That's an interesting question. We'll save that for next week. <laughs> we, can always, we can always ask our employee, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> Tim knows. He's a, uh, he's a back to front. That is the VS, the uh, Victor Sinclair question of the week. So uh, what are we doing here? We're kind of close, man. Kind of close. Okay, thoughts on the Legion Ultra right now. Spicy brown bread, uh, which is a sweet molasses bread that you boil in a can. You and, went to uh, this last week. No. It was weeks ago, but that's what I'm tasting. He likes it in the can. Mm. <laughs> Everybody's right today. You're on, Barry. You're on, you're on fire once again. But I'm definitely getting a little bit of brown sugar. I've had the song from the Stones playing in my head the yeah. entire time smoking this. I get that. Dave? I did a lot of talking, so I wasn't there's a, a little. Lot of there's a very, very, very subtle note of cedar. On the finish. Very subtle, but it's there. Lingers ever so softly. Little twang. twang. Little twang happening here. Like Dwight Yoakam kind of twang? No. Chris Christopherson? No, the um, Eddie Arnold. I got it. I got it. I know what's going on right now, at least for me. Making brownies. They're done. But you use a mixing bowl to put, you know, to steer the mixture together, mm. and you just don't wash the bowl. Of course, you lick the bowl. Mm. That chocolatey paste, if you will, is what I'm getting. Skin? This, this. Like, yeah. Like, like the skin on the top of pudding? No, like pudding the brownie skin. mix that is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brownie. I'm getting brownie. Remember, mix. we got a thousand people smoking this along with, with you. I got no chocolatey thing. I got some, like, some twangy. Um, I'm sticking know. with my sweet <laughs> molasses citrus brown yeah. bread. Little, yeah, you're getting none of that little... Um, you know, you mentioned it, and I'm thinking of those dried fruit candies, like the orange fruit, a little bit of yeah. little, maybe a little bit of orange rind. You mentioned it. Like rind, yeah. more the white of the, yes. of, uh, of the orange as opposed to an orange, the white. You know how it's got that? Yeah. You're selling it, but I, I ain't buying it, buddy. Can you mention it? I, I see it a little bit. I'm still getting the chocolate, and I don't want to go. Ne- mix. I don't want to go negative on it, but it's it's like a bitterness to it of that white. Is that what happens when you eat the white? It's is a bitterness to it on a grapefruit. The white is the bitter part. No, but on an orange as well. Yeah, on a lemon as well. Yeah. So that's ex- that's exactly glass. it. It's <laughs> exactly it. You're the only one tasting it. Yeah, but that's the answer. No, but there's there's 997 other people getting this exact thing. Well, exactly it. Number 996, Joe Gut is getting a little bit of canel. Huh. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. I'm not getting any cinnamon, Joe. But no, we appreciate you playing along. All right, uh, we'll get back to more uh, on the Elysion and uh, more on the IPCPR in a second. Uh, we're gonna uh, go to break right now, and when we uh, get back, we'll talk about um, the manufacturers and the retailers. What were they talking about? And uh, guess who this year's keynote speaker at the IPCPR is, and why? Uh, could the cigar industry 
Could this be the cigar industry's knight in shining armor? I think it might be. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. 
I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Dominicana Cigar. And we are back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, just back from TAA, that's the Tobacconist Association of America. And after just a few cocktails, people started to talk, and I started to listen. Because you're not much of a drinker. No. You have, you have a drink. Yes. But it, no one notices that the ice melts, but the drink stays the yes. same level. And that's the key. If you want to know some, we have two ears and one mouth, right? Do a little listening <laughs> in the case of this, awesome. because you're going to hear things that they may or they may not want to be Did heard. Did you go to church while you were down there? That was a very biblical kind of statement. Yes, no, no, not at all. Uh, I actually have gone to church there before, but that's a long story. Um, so we're smoking the Elysion Ultra. People are chatting in, saying, Dave got it right on. Yep. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, and uh, also Joe was saying, try retrohaling it. When you retrohale yeah, good. it, it brings the sweetness of the oh, cinnamon. It does. Oh, nice job, Barry. Been Whoa. practicing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> no, a little zip through my nose, and there's the cinnamon, the little bite on the nose. A little bit. Just a little. I'm not doing it anymore. That was as much as I could do. You, you feel it burning your, in your nose a bit? Yeah. Cinnamon. He like said... You, uh, like you did a line of cinnamon. This gentleman said <laughs> popsicle stick earlier. Yes, all I can think about. <laughs> Tastes like popsicle stick. This the, is catching at, on. At the this, end, when that's you a have good one. The, I wrote it down. I'll use that. When you have the, uh, the orange popsicle and you're just chewing on the stick and you get a little hint of the orange, but you got a little wood there. Yeah. As well as the popsicle stick. Jonathan <laughs> likes when he gets a little wood. That's all I have. Sorry, low-hanging fruit. They were going to use the popsicle stick while you were in, the, in um, Cuba when you, when you couldn't perform. Remember? Yes. Just could not yeah. go. The couldn't papaya have. didn't have the same effect on me that it had on you. Yes. Big in the papaya. I was never a papaya person, but keeps your regular papaya. It's good. Fruit like de la bomba. Going yeah. back to the retrohale, the retrohale lingers a long time. Like, I'm still feeling it from when we did it at the beginning of this segment. It's still in my nose. So long finish. Long Very finish long finish through the nose. Not yeah. so much on the palate, but definitely through the That's nose. That's why you have cinnamon still happening or whatever. Yes. I just did my uh, little retro heel there. So now as I'm tasting it, I, I have cinnamon that I didn't have before. So isn't that interesting? Very. So take a little smoke in your mouth. Blow a little out your nose. You're going to have that little burn that's happening there. You'll remember cinnamon, right? And now as you smoke the cigar, that cinnamon stays in there. Can't do it, huh? It's getting uh, it's getting awful peppery. <laughs> yeah? As well. It's 
very black pepper. No, completely changed up the cigar for me. Totally. Big time. Totally. Big time. And that finish is long. Yep. Yeah. Good call, Joe. Yeah, pretty good. And this is good that a whole bunch of other people are chiming in as, as we're smoking a cigar. So, so now our audience knows we're not full of it, right? There, there's some of what <laughs> well, we're saying maybe. on here. <laughs> Jonathan doesn't go to the Peapod so often anymore. <laughs> Can't get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a load. I don't make that stuff up. That's what I taste when I taste it, and it comes out. Okay, so He's been doing that since his producing days. Really? That's right. So back on the 49th annual TAA 2017. Next year, by the way, will be obviously number 50. TAA 50. So it's a big, big deal. The 50th anniversary. It's going to be on April 15th to 19th in San Martin. And it could be the last time for TAA releases. It may be the last time. Yeah, maybe the last. Question. Yes. Has a TAA meeting, which stands for? Tobacconist Association of America. Has it ever been held in America? It has once that once. I can recall. Okay. It's the craziest thing. And then the International Premium Cigar and Pipe <laughs> Retail Association, the international, yes. which is the IPCPR, yes. is always in America, never anywhere else. Right. It's international. So this is par for the course of this industry. <laughs> it's crazy. Retailers who want to join this group uh, should let a... Retailer that's in TAA know as soon as possible. You just invited your email box to explode. Right. Um, because they, you know, they ask every year, do you, does anybody know anybody that's looking to go in? And then they have... Um, they vet they, them. Yeah, they check them all out and then they bring them forward to the, the board of directors, which I'm not part of any longer. And that board of directors now talks about each one of them and then picks two and uh, usually brings in two. Um, and that's assuming depending on how many are out. So every once in a while they throw somebody out. Every once in a while somebody sells their store and that doesn't mean that the store goes forward. The member is the person in the organization. So in other words, if I sold out, this two-guy smoke shop not necessarily is in any longer. And if I ended up... Wait a minute, are you selling? I'm not selling. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. Calm down. All right. Calm down. Got a little nervous. Let's not start the rumor mill. <laughs> not at all. About two guys smoke shop. Uh, I want to say congratulations to Tiffany Rumbo. She has uh, Club Humidor in San Antonio, Texas. She is Madam President. Thumbs up. Everything went so perfect. It's unbelievable. There's a lot of moving parts with all these people that are there. It was fabulous. Awesome. Fabulous. Um, and all the executive, uh, all the directors and the executive director is Stephanie. Uh, great job. She's behind the scenes type of person, but she's the one that puts it all together. She did a great job. So what were they talking about after hours at TAA? Uh, the number one topic still is the FDA. Everybody's worried about the FDA. Uh, it could kill the industry as we know it. But... Um, one thing that was discussed there is guess who's coming to IPCPR on July 10th through 14th. This will be the keynote speaker, and uh, he might be our knight in shining armor for this industry, and they have got him to be the keynote speaker, which I think is genius for a few reasons. He'll be the keynote speaker, which is great, but he's also could be the biggest friend of this industry because he has the ear of the president. Is it RG? It is. Really? Rudy Giuliani will be the keynote speaker at the IPCPR. Huge. Oh, huge. 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 <laughs> it is huge. Um, he is a big fan of cigars to begin with anyway. Yes, he, he is. And uh, he has a lot to say about a lot of different things. But at the end of it, he'll end up walking around the trade show, too. Awesome. Everybody has the same thing that, you know, you'll see the little guy with one table set up, and he's out of business to the end of 2018. 
hopefully it hits us hard and he goes forward and gives the ear of the president and says, you're talking about over-regulations, here's over-regulations in this little industry. And he stands up for the industry. He's going to be the keynote speaker. It's going to be a big, big deal, so I'm thrilled about it. Um, and uh, awesome. I, believe, I believe also I'm, I'm a glass-is-half-empty guy, you know. Yes, you are. And hope is not a plan. You know, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. That's the entire country was almost flushed down the toilet as a result of hope and change. Right. So, so there is a, a bit of a plan. We have some things in motion, and this is another little thing that's in motion that could be turned into a big thing. We'll see what ends up happening when it comes to that. Awesome. Um, retailers are saying December was a very, very tough month for them. And I heard it from over and over. Frankly, for us at Two Guys Smoke Shop, it was also. We had a down December. Uh, scary. That's how down it was. Uh, I looked outside in the streets at other retailers in every other industry. Everybody was down. The, the traffic was just not happening. Um, yeah, I, I work in a national location. Yeah. There's a huge mall right down the street. When I would pull out to leave, it used to take what takes me normally five minutes to get to the highway. Used to take me twenty to twenty minutes to a half hour. That did not happen this year. Yeah. There was even no traffic by the malls. So that being said, that retailers had a tough December. The manufacturers had a tough Q1. First quarter of this year has been very, very tough on manufacturers for the most part. That as you're sitting talking to manufacturers, they're saying, yeah, geez, bad Q1 for us. How's things going? And I said, oh, Q1 is actually very good. He goes, wow, I'd never know it. The problem is they're the last to find out because they're selling to us. So we're not buying cigars in January and February because we have all the stuff left over from December that we bought, so they are having a tough first quarter because the retailers had a tough fourth quarter. Yep. They're the last to know. Yep. So this is the good thing about sharing and talking with each other because they find out later on. So uh, off the record, some companies and brands are going down. It's already happening. No so I'm hearing the elimination of some brands wow. as it's happening. We're, we're just continuing the it. over there? No, Not really. I know you can't mention names, yeah. but is any of them big names? They're big uh, names in respect of... Recognition? Recognition. Social media crowd? Yeah, and, and yes, okay. yes. P people that are out there, small companies that get a lot of play on social media and talking and things like that, that you, you'll know them all as, as we start reporting as they as they do it. And I don't want to do it. Um, they, I wasn't asked not to do it. I don't want to do it in, har in harming right. them. Right. If they can make some sales before they go down or whatever it ends up happening. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, we knew it was going to happen. The fact is it is, it is happening, happening as we speak. That they just are not going to go forward with all their paperwork to FDA, all the costly things that are going forward, and here they here they go, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, and I know three or four off the top of my head, and it's a shame, uh, and it's sad. And if FDA would end up saying no, this isn't going to happen sooner the better, because they're they're beginning to shut down now. So um, people are also uh, were talking about my crystal ball. Remember the crystal ball? Oh, yeah. There was a lot of talk of that. And they said, I thought that was very interesting of this and this and this because this and this and this. And this looks like this is happening. And again, this is HSA stuff, many cocktails in. Um, mm. But also, um, that was um, talking about acquisitions, somebody acquiring somebody else. But the next thing to watch for is mergers. Hmm. So, you know, it, there's mergers and acquisitions. Acquisition is a company buying another company. Mergers are two companies actually getting together. 
So now start watching for some mergers that end up happening. And that was there on, on remember we had one, two, yeah. three, four, five, number five of these mergers starting to happen, and now scatter, things are starting to happen of people talking to people. This is actually the wow. perfect time to see that type of thing because you'd see little meetings taking place a little far away from the group, and this guy's with that guy. What the heck, way away from it, what's happening there? And, you know, this is just my mind racing at that point of what's happening. How long can those two tread water? Yeah. So, Where's Chuck's parabolic mic? Really? <laughs> it would have been really good. Picture there with the little yeah, dome. <laughs> um, Can you just take that out whenever you need oh, yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty inconspicuous. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to me. I'm not listening to you. It's the people behind you I'm interested in. That's right. So I told you about the questions and answers that are asked on this um, dream machine type of thing. And after the dream machine is over and all the questions are asked and all the answers are done, Everybody can go golfing or do whatever they want, or you can stay in the room, and they call it a deep dive. Now we go deep into some of these questions. and So, quick question. Yeah. Quick question. Our, our versus question was folded or crumpled on toilet paper. Yes. Now, this was very important to the industry. Yes. How is that important? <laughs> just to test the equipment. Yeah, it's just testing oh, the equipment. Okay, okay. Like, we do our BS... Pre game yes, to yes. test the equipment. That's all they were doing. Okay, testing the yeah, equipment. All right. And then it works, and then they start asking real questions okay, that, that, okay. That, that matter. As far as I'm concerned, but that is the question that matters. Was overwhelmingly folded was well, the, it is good. the correct answer. Did anyone answer crumpled? <laughs> yes. Maybe 15, 20% said crumbled. Just can't try imagine. it. Try it. No way. <laughs> it's the sandpaper deal. No, you got to hold it like it's a cotton ball, and then there's the swabbing path. involved. I just, you're really making a mess at that point. So I'm going to have to change it up. Gonna have to change it up, I guess. You don't use toilet paper either. No, I got the Toto toilet. Yes, you do. If I got into this before, it washes and dries you. There's no smell. It's like a bidet, right? Yeah, it's not like a bidet. It's Back a to the dream machine, Dave. Of bidets. Yeah, it's the way to go. <laughs> they had bidets in Cuba. It wasn't a choice on the thing. Okay. You know, other. Is there an other or something? Because <laughs> so wait a minute. Cuba had bidets, but they didn't have toilet seats. In the in the hotel, the, there's in the no toilet seat on we a bidet in. either. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Yes, there was. There was a toilet seat. You could lift it up or down. On the bidet? Yes. It wasn't on mine. Okay, well, yours was different then. Okay. You, so it's a, it looks like a sink that is 12 inches off the ground okay. with a hose that comes out. It only has one water, cold. <laughs> yes. That's you it. tried it? Oh, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's 95 degrees out, 95% humidity on that really hot day. Oh, I went in God. and freshened up yeah, a little bit. It, it puckers it right up, doesn't Woo! it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I had gone Check one please. more day, I yeah. was inserting and going yeah. full on enema. Like a scared it's turtle. It's cold. <laughs> it was cold. Oh, it was very refreshing. <laughs> So uh, one, of the, one of the things that were brought up at this deep, deep dive, I, I think was actually the only thing, I mean, this was the main topic, was 85% during the, the regular part of it, 85% of retailers don't like the idea of some of these manufacturers opening websites up and opening the stores. So you know who we're talking about, the, the big companies that are opening stores across the country and stuff, and 80, 85% or more of retailers don't like it. And then they asked the same questions of the manufacturers, and it was completely flip-flopped. 85% of the manufacturers like it. So there'll be more of that because the manufacturers don't see a pull pushback from That's where their focus is. You know what's funny? Without mentioning the company name, they, they released a cigar that was exclusive to their website first before retailers got it. Yeah. The majority of consumers that I saw on Facebook were beyond pissed off about it. 
because they wanted to support their brick and mortar. Mm. They wanted to support the shop. It's that good. They're loyal it's good to. That you, it's good that you want to because yeah. let me tell you that they hated the fact for three to four weeks that this cigar was only available through the company. Did they buy it from them? No, they waited until we well, got it. I hope it so. I hope so. But the, the move is that the retailer now should not buy it. A hundred percent. But but we didn't see that in the bidding of cigars because that's what happens. The the group buys it. It's a group buy basically on the stream machine. So everybody's keying in the amount of boxes of brand X you want to buy. At that point, you end up buying them. If you reach a certain level, how many thousands of boxes, we get the discount that ends up going in. So that's what happens. But in between these bids is questions. So that becomes a question. Then a bid for that cigar shows up, and you would think it's going to tank, and then they sell 4,000 boxes of those cigars, and it's like, okay, you're not voting with your, with, with your money. 100%, which they should. And then they're very, very angered about it. So they said, okay, the deep dive, the main topic is going to be, let's talk to the retailers about, um, you know, why does this bother you so much, and, and what's your feelings? So, again, Michael Herklotz, he's up there... Um, you know, pushing everybody yeah, on he to is talk. Quite, he is quite very good. Order. Very, order. very, very good. good. We've had him on the show. He's, a, he's very good. And I'll tell you, I'm going to give uh, hats off to Jim Young from Davidoff. Jim Young from Davidoff stayed in the room, and he sat there, and he's going to be one that's going to take it. Because they're opening stores, they have an online presence, and there's other companies that could have been there also, and they chose to run for the hills. So I see Jim there, and I go, wow, going to take the bullet here. And he says, hey, you got to do what you got to do. He says, I'm here to explain or whatever. So he gets up there and does his explanation of that they are retailers for 100 years. They have stores across the world, and they're going to continue to do what they do, and that's what they do. And then it's time for the retailer to piss and moan about we have the problem. No retailer would speak. None. And Michael Herklotz is yelling to them and saying, listen, you got a problem, you got to say it, and this is how we start conversation, whatever. No retailer is saying anything, and that's it. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's very, very bad not to have the conversation of what it is. So as a retailer myself, if I have a customer that's not happy with my service or anything, a good customer would actually tell me what's wrong. Yeah. The worst customer is one that doesn't because he just never comes back. Right. And this is the worry that ends up, the manufacturer should be worried right now because the retailer doesn't even want to talk about it. It's like, it doesn't matter what you're saying. This is the way it is. I don't even want to talk about it. And maybe we're not going to do business anymore. Maybe. I don't know. That's, that was my takeaway, that we don't even want to talk about it. You know, nobody wants to say it. Or was the retailer afraid at that point to speak up and, and be the one? Off. And maybe if... You know, and you know, I said before I went down there, I, I'm going to do more listening than talking this time. Well, I was just going to ask you, why did you not say anything? Yeah, I said, let me, and, and a couple times, believe me, they said, Dave, and they bring the mic over to me and tell us about this or whatever it is, but it didn't get to, nobody asked me at that point. I would have said it if I had to, yeah. but I didn't want to lead the charge at this point. They don't need me leading the charge, yeah. I thought. Yeah. So uh, very little was, was said at that point. Uh, nobody talked about it, and, um, you know, believe me, he tried and tried and tried to get them motivated to say something about it but it's part of life that's the way it's going i don't think it was going to stop it if it, if it did or it did not but uh that is it 
So uh, with that, we still got some time. We yeah, got yeah. a few minutes. So quickly, I'm going to tell you uh, before we get to the uh, Don Raphael offer of the day, I'm going to tell you a quick story of Nelson Alfonso. And uh, Nelson Alfonso was at a Bay Byron Bandolero cigars, uh, but it takes us to the offer of the day. If you go on to uh, Nelson Alfonso's website, this is his personal website, nothing to do with cigars. It's NelsonAlfonso.com. Nelson Alfonso is an artist. He does paintings and he does all kinds of different things. Not only does the design work and everything as the artist for Habanos, but he's an artist mm -hmm. in regular form, doing paintings and stuff. Some great abstract paintings oh on that God. website. I went through it yesterday. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So one of it is a, is a picture of him, and he has maybe 10 different paintings of himself. And you can see that it's his face. It's a little kind of melty-looking face type of thing, and it's curled in a corner, and, he, and he's like... Uh, in a corner. And like he's nervous or afraid. Yeah, something's going on there. What, what is it? And the first time I ever looked at it, I'm like, what is this? This is like scary pictures or whatever it is and very dark, you know. And I had him explain to me what these pictures were. And he said, this is a man very frightened. He's in prison and he's very frightened. And, you know, an artist has a thought process of when he's doing something like that. And one of it is a picture of him in the corner, and he only has one eyebrow. And he says, see that one eyebrow? And I said, yeah. He says, that means something. You, you, somebody that's in a political prisoner in Cuba, when they bring the prisoners in, they, they mix them all together. So a murderer, um, rapists is mixed in with a guy that wrote a poem, in other words, and, yeah. and the government didn't like the poem, that it was kind of against it. So those people, the political prisoners that are there, would do something that would differentiate themselves from the rest of the group. And they would shave one of their eyebrows. Okay. So you'll look at these pictures and you'll see this man only has one eyebrow. And that would say that I am there because I disagree with the political part of, of this thing. But, and, uh, you know, the other political prisoner could look at them and know right then that, okay, he's okay, that he's not a murderer, he's not a rapist, he's not a bad guy. He just yeah. did something that the government didn't like politically and that he's not going to hurt them or something like that. So that's part of it. So it's going to take us to the Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And it's $1, $100, $100, shave an eyebrow. No. No, but I have a story to why no. My mom was a younger sister, and her sister was going out with her friends, and my mom wanted to go. My mom wanted to pluck her eyebrows in order to go, and her sister would not wait. So she shaved them and drew them on with a pencil, and they never grew back. Whoa! So for that reason alone, I will not do it. Absolutely not. No. Not against the idea. Two hundred. Oh, he's got a razor. <laughs> he's, he's ready to play. <laughs> Two hundred bucks, Barry. Come on, Barry. No. Come on, Barry. Shave off the it will eyebrow. grow back. It will grow back. No. You're adopted. Yeah, no. <laughs> I am not going to risk having to get a tattoo of eyebrows. I know what I. Two hundred. <laughs> you could go to a thousand, and I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm with Jonathan on this. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred bucks. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> See, on your case, it looked weird. Bald head, no eyebrows. Yeah, it looked like half a cancer patient. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'll pass. Really? Yeah. 
No amount would do this. Just an eye, an eye eyebrow. You have thin eyebrows anyways, Chuckles. Yeah. Zip one of those bad Larrys off. You wow. don't need the left one. I thought this was, I started, started low because I thought they were going to definitely go. I brought the razor. <laughs> I, I said, this is going to really happen today. No? I'll Some, I can't. Mr. Jonathan, you ate a cockroach or something. What did you eat? Scorpion. Scorpion. Stuart Jonathan. Shave an eyebrow? And then three days later, when I finally had a bowel movement, I passed it. Okay. That's it. I'm shocked. I thought that one was going to go when we were going to actually <laughs> capture it on film. It takes, uh, it's a little known fact, but it takes between six and eight weeks for eyebrows to grow back. That's good to know. How do you so, know that? I, I know a lot of things, Charles. Okay. I know a lot of things. All right. I thought that one was going to go. So, well, next week I'm going to offer you $200,000 for something. So uh, I'm going I'm to have to bring the checkbook for that one. <laughs> All right, that music means it's time uh, to go to break. First off, your thoughts on Elysion Ultra? Really good. I really like the cigar. Really liked it. I, I enjoyed the first third more than the second third. I'm with you there. There was a lot more going on, and it lost its complexity. Yeah, it went a little flat as I got in. I'm in the third third now. It, it's almost completely flat. I haven't smoked much of it at all, only because I've been doing so much talking. But I'll try to enjoy it's, a little during the break. It's okay. It's not great. Okay, when we come back, the new Cigar Journal magazine has hit the shelves. We're going to smoke a new cigar from the cover boy and tell you all about it. It has not even been released yet, but we have it here. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And whether you smoke your cigars with one eyebrow or two, <laughs> and you happen to be smoking your Illusion Ultra, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raffio Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar age to perfection. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. 
It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want... No, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. What are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy a little cold. That guy a little cold. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. The new cigar journal is here and a new cigar is here. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only cigar show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live 
or catch the podcast on demand at any time, simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. It's time for the halftime treat. Oh, great. (laughs) And today, Drake's Cakes has been around uh, for a long time, 1896 in Harlem. That's where they started. 1896. So they're doing something right. Company Snack Cake produced such great products as the Devil Dog, the Coffee Cake, the Ring Dings, the Yodels, and Barry's favorite, the Funny Bone. He doesn't like, yeah. He doesn't yeah. like the oh, peanut, like butter. peanut butter, man. No peanut butter out. and chocolate. I was like, yes, it's great. Funny bones. Religious. No, it is not. It is Cats a, and dogs living together. 1961. That's HOF material, Hall of Fame. I mean, that's just a lineup of yeah. awesomeness. 1961, they came out with it, so they're doing something right. It is a cake filled with peanut butter cream. Peanut butter cream. Peanut butter creme fraiche, as we learned from Old Fart Freddy back in the day. And milk chocolate <laughs> flavored icing. Milk chocolate flavored icing. Right. Which is better than the regular. This might be okay because it's not real chocolate. It's chocolate flavoring. I'm going to take a bite. I'm going to try I it. I know you are. And Barry Stein. Yeah, the good news, kosher certified by the <laughs> Orthodox Union. We have two here. Before I was 18, that would have mattered. Yeah? But then I converted, so... So it doesn't matter. So take those down, pass them out, give them to our audience. Give me the bacon. All right. We can uh, split this. Oh, we got two here. You can see there. Yeah, we'll split them. Great. All right. I'm uh, against this, by the way. Not as against it as I am. It's all right. It's very good. It's not very good. So if this happened in 1961, this was pre the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Um, that I'm not sure. We'll have to look up when the Reese's peanut butter cup came out. Who figured out adding peanut butter to I, the snack food? It was if you guys that bumped into it. It was each a couple other. of guys back in the time of Noah. No, well, if you go. They discovered it, but they were wiped out in the flood. <clears throat> yeah? If you do the Hershey tour in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is where the Hershey factory is, Don will tell you that Milton Hershey, is that his name? Whatever the. Yes, it was. Milton Hershey is the one that invented it. He was big into ice cream and experimenting, and I think that's where it started. One of his other experiments was onion-flavored ice cream, which never took off. So the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup came out in 1923. Wow. There you go. Wow. Way ahead of its time. And it was from Milton S. Hershey. See? A little bit. It was actually created by H.B. Reese, a dairy dairy farmer and shipping foreman for Milton S. Hershey. Reese was inspired by Hershey and left the dairy farming to start his own candy business. Huh. So, there you go. And you don't like that either? I don't like Reese's peanut butter cups. I managed to take a bite without getting any peanut butter, so I'm happy. (laughs) But I'm going to take a bite now with the peanut butter. Shove the whole thing in there. (laughs) Shove it in. I'm a fan. It's not as peanut buttery as the peanut butter cup. Right. No. But you can taste a little bit. It's a little bit of a peanut butter cup. I swear but to God, if someone tastes chocolate. peanut butter in this next cigar, I'm going to punch them. <laughs> well, we don't know what we're going to try because this is a cigar that has not been released yet. Wish I had some potato chips. It's to a cigar brand product. we carry, but they actually changed the wrapper on it. This is the Aroa, the first 20-year Colorado. Do you have information on this, Barry? Yes, I do. CLE Cigar Company has announced the continuation of the Aroa First 20 line with the Aroa First 20 Colorado. The Arroyo First 20 Colorado would begin shipping to retailers such as Two Guys Smoke Shop on April 3rd, 2017. 
According to Christian Arroyo, he absolutely loves the authentic Corojo seed, and finally, after decades of trying, he has exact Colorado color that he has been looking for his entire career. This Honduran Puro will be available in four sizes. Today, we're smoking the 6x60 box press, and they will range in price from 1250 to 1450 Sizes will be 6x46, 5x50, 6x54, and the 6x60. 6x60, the size we're smoking. It is box press, so it doesn't seem that gigantic. Box press 60 is no problem because it's flattened out, and maybe it yeah, is it comes a down to almost a 50. 50. The, yeah. The, and, then, and then it's wide for me. A soft box pressed, meaning it's not no edges to it or anything, rounded right. off into the edges of it. And from what I understand, everything is the same except the wrapper. That is correct from what I understand. Yeah. So I've had the cigar before with the different wrapper. Let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. By the way, the perfect pairing on these funny bones would be ice cold milk. Yes, it would. Absolutely. And the real stuff, not that one and two percent no. stuff. Whole milk. Not the whole milk. Red. Get the red. Yeah. yeah. And not that. Um, what do you what, what do you do? Um, I'm a coconut milk fan. Yeah. I'm an almond milk. Almond milk is what I see in the refrigerator over here. Almond milk. It's almost like water. White colored water. Almond milk. Time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and they actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. As is this show, because it was all about the podcast. They were telling how this is the type of thing. you got to get on it. We've been on it for seven years. Red wine. Mixed with red Kool-Aid. Is what you're serving or what you taste? That's what I'm tasting. Got to be a little quicker on that button there, Charles. Well, we had to a, a experience it. <clears throat> cedar. Definitely cedar. It's all cedar. Cedar wood. Yeah. Though there are some of those tannins that are synonymous with red wine. I'm kidding. And Kool-Aid. <clears throat> I don't red wine mixed with red Kool-Aid. Predominantly cedar, but I have a little red In wine In a cedar finish. cup, I'll give you that. Yeah. It's a cedar cup yeah. that <laughs> you're drinking out of. Yes, of course. The good thing is nobody else is smoking this along with us, so say anything you want. Peapods. I will. Chinese pods. Yeah, there they are. I said Chinese peapods three times in seven years, and that's the one flavor you jamokes pull out. It sticks. Fresh honey from the hive. Yes, you've done that a few times. Yes, I have. When I taste it, I say it. Yeah. All right, we're going to be lighting our cigar today with the Vertigo Renegade. It retails for $14.99. It features four jets in a square, a flip-out bullet punch, and the patented Vertigo big-ass tank fueling all four jets. At $14.99, the Vertigo Renegade is a steal. And I'll tell you, I am such a fan at these things where you get a whole bunch of retailers and manufacturers and they're all trying to use a BIC or they're all trying to use a match outside at an event we're at. And I have my trusty Vertigo lighters with me and I am the king. And at that point, I start my selling pitch. No problem. Put these in your little uh, pack with your, with your razor yeah. and, shaving and your supplies, shaving yeah. stuff. And you're all set. It goes through every time. And um, they had a good trade. Not like the percentage that we go live, which is 60% of the time. Yeah. This is every time. Every time. <clears throat> Never had it taken away. I did make it back with a DuPont lighter 
that was gifted to me while I was there with, with no gas in it. And I'm like, I'm never going to get it through. It's going to be a problem because I carry on. And I got it through. No kidding. Which nice. is like, they like I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but here you go. And I got it through. Very impressive. Scary though, right? But if you get a fourteen ninety nine lighter like this, they can take it. If they end up taking it, good for them. No loss. But I do uh, have a I have a pro tip for you folks that uh, fly with the lighters. For starters, always fly with a plastic body lighter. These metal ones are cool, but they show up on the X ray as something different than just a two ounce bottle of liquid. The other thing is turn the lighter all the way down, which on the setting screw is all the way to the right, tightens it up so the lighter doesn't work. Fill it up all the way so that there's no airspace in it. You've got to bleed it. It's going to take you a couple of times to bleed out that little tiny bit of, of pressure at the top. So, they tip so it that when they look it. at it, it doesn't look like it's full. Looks like I've never had any it come out of, the, out of the bag ever. But that's the trick right there because then if they go to click it, you can say, listen, it's broken. I forgot it was in there. It's broken. I, I have to bring it back to the store to get a new one. It doesn't even work. Look, try it. It's a pro tip. It doesn't even work. Yeah, they right don't there. know the trend and all that stuff. So Initial notes on this Aroa 20 for me is apricots. You finally said it right. Not apricots, Aroa. See how there's no I at the end? Yeah, well. So it can't be Aroya. It has to be Aroa. So i got to pronounce it like I live here. i got to put an H in it. Aroa. Just Aroa. Oa. 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 Speaking of Aroa, he is the cover boy on the new Cigar Journal magazine over yes, here. Yes, he is. Which is great to see. I spent some time with him. Uh, the King of Authentic Corojo Seed. Uh, that was uh, him and his dad. And when they brought the Camacho Corojo to the market, it was a big, big deal. The Corojo plant starts in Cuba. Lots of serious blue mold problems and things like that. They run it over. They don't plant anything there. 2283, mm-hmm. latitude and longitude of El Corojo. I went there. Nobody's growing anything there. What a shame. And he has taken the seeds and it's first-generation cigars, and they keep making it and making it. There's other people out there claiming Corojo, but let me tell you, besides them and the Jesus, Jesus Fuego, Fuego yep. family, they're the two that own the farms that were there. They have the authentic seeds. They're, they're making real Corojo tobacco, which we find in all their blends that they make. So um, anyway, uh, I, I love this magazine, and I love it for a lot of reasons. But of the people that they put on the covers of their magazine are cigar people. They're not movie stars. They're cigar people every single time. Cigar liberties. Yeah. There you go. So uh, let's go through uh, quickly on the inside this issue. It's the spring issue of Cigar Journal, and spring couldn't come soon enough as far as I'm concerned. We, uh, well, you guys have got gonna, buried this week. I'm going to jump the gun because one of my favorite things in this magazine is right on the table of contents. Yeah. Two Guys Smoke Shop is listed in the table of contents. Really? Yeah, page 17. Yep. Second best page in the magazine. <laughs> Second best. Second best. Does it mention you in this magazine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me so well. Yeah. No, it does not. Okay. It will someday. Okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's got a story about our anniversary party and uh, 
Mention some stuff about us. Pretty cool. Read the article. And possibly they are coming. Possibly they are coming up to see the two guys' anniversary party. I'd love them to come awesome. up. Awesome. Uh, I've been asking every magazine over, so have you, uh, for us to come up and, and see this. They hear it from all the different manufacturers and people about it. No one's ever covered it. So uh, I have never met Reinhold, and he's watching on Facebook Live, and yeah. I hope he comes. Yeah, I would love him to come. come Reinhold is an awesome dude to hang out with. I've watched him carry on conversations with everybody. The man can just hang in a conversation. He's unbelievable. So uh, in-depth coverage on the cigar industry. That's what it's all about. Uh, Christian Aroa on the cover. Um, and um, basically the 2015 Cigar of the Year recipient. Um, and he speaks about Camacho and projects uh, and, and his love of the Crojo tobacco. And if you really read the article and go deep, he even mentions me. My name is in that article. Nice. Awesome. Which is the first best page in there <laughs> of Christian Aroa, the cover boy, mentioning uh, me in his story. I, I like page right 66 in the middle of, is right, pretty good. Right in the middle of the interview, the article with Christian, yeah. is the Cigar Authority advertisement. The advertisement? But the reason why he mentions me in there is when he had this idea of relaunching Camacho many years ago, he said, I want to test it for a long time, just to make sure, because I got one shot of bringing this brand alive, so let's test it. And we tested it for a year. We tested different sizes, different bands, different boxes, different blends, over and over to a sickening degree that, you know, it wouldn't even be a week that it'd have it a certain way, and it'd say, pull all the boxes, the new one's on their way, and then let's try it this way. And nope, you know, four days later, let's try it. I'm like, let me get to a weekend, at least anyway, to give you some good data that comes out of this thing. And it was one thing after the other after the other. And then finally, at the end, a year had gone by, and he says, okay, we're done. The real stuff is coming. And the amazing thing was the diploma. So the diploma box used to be in a triangle box, Little slide top on there. You couldn't get the cigars out of the box. Worst box ever. Ever. I never got that box. It was never tested. It was the thing that was never tested. Wow. And it comes to me, and I'm going, how do you open it? How do you? So you, you, it wasn't even a screw on the first one. Okay. You slide this little top, and then in it was a bundle of cigars in paper wrap. But... You yeah. can't shake them out. You can't get anything. And he says, well, get your finger in the air and use your fingernail or something to cut it. Because if you use the knife to cut it, you're going to cut through the cigar. So I'm doing that, and I'm taking the cigar out. And I'm like, oh, my God. All the testing you did. And then you come out with the packaging that you never showed. Complete loser. Don't. This is bad. Actually, it became part of the thing because it's almost like us little kids trying to open the Christmas gift. Right. You know, when everybody would get excited and these things were locked inside this thing as, you know... Not a lot of damage, which is a bonus because it was, it, it was so, so tight. tight. And, oh my God, the first round of those cigars, unbelievable. And it was a full-bodied cigar and it got the attention of the world. He's the one that started doing the trips and having everybody go down and see the process of what this was. And the idea was if you went down and saw the process of how the cigar was made, then you could carry the diploma size. That was your diploma of going to the factory. You got to buy it. You got to buy it. That's right. You got to buy it. Which... Genius. 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 Seriously, yeah. Oh, you mean now I get to buy extra right. cigars from you? Perfect. It, it, it was great. Thank you. So uh, I, I saw this cigar. He had a full box on display of this cigar. and says, they're coming on, on the third. And I said, 
he says, would you like one? And I said, yeah. And he gets one out. And now his display box is ruined at this point. And I said, I would, I would like four. And if you give me four, we're going to smoke it on the show. So here we are smoking it on the show. Which and I'm glad because I was really looking forward to this. Yeah. And so far it's living up to expectations. Very good. Yeah. More cedar now than uh, in the cold draw. It was right there, right on the cold draw. It was still barely, here. barely even there. Come on. Cedar and apricots. Definitely apricots. Uh, one of the articles. I don't know if I've ever had a real <clears throat> apricot. I have the dried candy apricots. But you're talking about a real apricot? A real apricot. I don't know if I've ever had one. I don't think I've had a real apricot either. I've I haven't either, Barry, and that's why he gave Not me the candy. look like, where's my harp? And yes. I've never had an apricot, so I can't. Uh, yeah, you, you get nothing, Barry. Um, one of the articles in the <sighs> magazine. papaya, though. I've had papaya. <laughs> have you ever had grand papaya? The hot dog place. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Gra- oh, excuse me, Grace papaya. Yes, I have. <laughs> Folks, Very good. We're going to talk good. like Very this good. while they talk behind yes. us because we're apparently not a cigar show anymore. We're not even talking about Cigar Journal. Hey, two hot dogs and a drink, three fifty. There we go. <laughs> Very good. Actually, worth a ride. Road it's trip. Three hour ride. It sounds trip. like a road trip. <laughs> worth a ride. Live from Grease Papaya. <laughs> they have papaya juice there, I believe. Um, I know they have the old fashioned drinks with yeah. it. You know, it sprays over yeah. the thing and. I think one of them is a papaya juice. Once I've never had, starts talking. <laughs> the show is over. May as well just throw in the red yeah. flag. What was he saying about diving deep? Because he's yeah. just all in with this. It's craziness. All right. So yeah. another article in the magazine is the Havana Cigar Lounges, places in Cuba that you should try to smoke a cigar. And we got two out of the ten. Uh, we were on the terrace of the Hotel Nacional. Yep. And we smoked in one or two. Two. We smoked in two different parks as we were walking around. So we hit two out of the ten, and the other places will be on my list for the next time I go. Yes. And uh, uh, Cuba and Vintage, the uh, emergence of Trinidad. I didn't see a lot of um, Trinidad down there when we were there. There was the, uh, there was the one roller. The lady said this row is making X brand, and I grabbed uh, Vartan and said, ask that guy in Spanish what he's making. And he said, Trinidad. Okay. But it, that was the row that the lady said he's, he's making something else. Okay. Monte Cristo or whatever. And there, there was a pigtail on it, which is a Trinidad cap. Yes. And I'm like, that's not Monte Cristo. Ask him what he's making. He's making yeah, Trinidad. I, you didn't see much Trinidad there, but um, um, they are, um, uh, you know, that's the golden age of cigars for them when they were doing Davidoff and Trinidad was the top thing uh, of there. And um, it says dwindling inventory when it comes to. Um, of that, so there yeah. were a few boxes in one of the shops that had Trinidad, but <clears throat> not not a lot of. It. I don't think we smoked any when we were there, right? We never smoked a Trinidad, I don't recall. I did smoke one because I brought one with me that was given to me. You brought a Cuban okay. cigar to Cuba? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I don't think that's ever because, happened before. Because I wanted, <laughs> when I got there, I wanted to be able to compare it against another one like it, but All I right. didn't see any singles available for sale, so finally on the last day I just lit it up. Yeah. There is something to aging Cuban cigars. It becomes a whole different thing. It, that's what needs to happen, to be honest. I think you need to age your Cuban cigars. you got to sit on them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a story on Oscar Valadares, who makes Leaf by Oscar for Jim Robinson, as well as his own Oscar Habana lines, both of which are available at twoguyscigars.com. And he was a co- commercials. Yes, and his career took off when he met Rocky Patel 
yes. while driving a bus. Ah, no kidding. Yeah, that's how he got into the cigar industry by meeting what he referred to as a gringo. I don't know if Rocky Patel counts as a gringo. Right. <laughs> but that's how he got into the cigar industry. And how did Rocky Patel get into the cigar industry? Mr. Debonair. That's right. Mm-hmm. Phil yeah. Zangi, meeting him at a cigar bar once, and that's how that ends up getting it. So how does, how does Mr. Debonair get into the cigar bar? No, just, just goes on and on. <laughs> it all comes back to Dave. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and on page 18 is a really sultry picture. Of one of the ladies from the um, Amsterdam Ladies Cigar Club. Yes. yes. Excellent magazine all around. You want cigar information. Cigar Journal is the place to go. If your local cigar retailer doesn't carry Cigar Journal, ask him to get it. That would be the way to go. Yeah. Cigar Journal is available at Bonds & Noble, 632 Bonds & Noble bookstores nationwide, along with Books A Million location. Do you even know what Books A Million is? I don't know. Never heard of it before. But I just saw that there, so it's available there. Or just subscribe to it on, at cigarjournal.co. But try your local retailer first. If he doesn't have it, ask him to. Yeah. And maybe he'll do it. And then you, really should, you really should just get a subscription to it because it'll show up at your house, no problem. It's I like them to go there. to the retailer, though. I like them to go to the retailer. And I think the retailer, looking at it, instead of reading other people's magazines, reads this and is going to say, wow, what, yeah. a, what a difference. Well, it is an, it's an education in every issue. Every for issue. Sure. There's a diversity of every walk of life from within the cigar industry that's covered in every issue. Right. They, they've had cigar rolling stories. We met the man uh, that came up here and does all the um, interviews with... Um, the, Simon Lunt. Yeah, yeah. Di- different uh, rollers' lives, basically. You know, taking them away from after you leave the cigar rolling thing, what's your life like before you come back? Very interesting because over the years I meet these people and I never knew their stories uh, because I don't speak their language, but he does and gets their story and very, very interesting. So that is that. Um, let's right now find out what's up in the cigar industry with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, this week we found out a Florida-based company owes more than $854,000 in unpaid excise taxes after underreporting its liability on cigars and cigarillos that it imported between 2011 and 2014. Mariola International Company made material false statements to U.S. Customs in declaring a federal excise tax liability on 102 shipments of large cigars. So they're in a lot of trouble. Yes, they are. And I did some research and can't figure out what they make. They might just be an import company, so there might be another company somewhere down the line that's named in this... uh, that's where it'll go. It'll trickle yep. down all the way. Yep. They're going to get their money one way or the other. This guy's going to jail, but they're still going to go after the money. 100%. And in a relatively quiet leak, we will end with some good news for our friends in New Mexico, which this week saw a proposed tax increase on cigars from 25% to 76% defeated. Good. If the measure had passed, the land of enchantment would have had the second highest cigar tax in the nation behind Utah's 86%. And that's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. 
The Reclus Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Reclus Cigars is... What's, What's up? This is the new Aroa, first 20-year Colorado. It is coming to cigar shops very, very soon. Um, and what? Texas Barbecue. That's what you're On getting? the aroma coming off the cigar. So, and, and looking at it, not a lot of smoke coming off the cigar, but you take one puff, yeah. there's a lot of smoke that comes off, but it's not smoldering like some cigars that smolder, but wow, the, the amount of smoke that comes out of it. You want a cigar with a lot of smoke from it. Maybe it's uh, partially the box press. I don't know what's going on because it's, it is a big ring gauge, but a lot of smoke. You remember Very cool. Bazooka Joe Bubblegum? Mm. I'm getting a little of that sweetness. That you would get on the Bazooka Joe before you bit into it. You son of a bitch. Pretty good. <laughs> Nailed that. If you, if you. Oh my God. As soon as he said it, the powder, the on, powder on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the powder on the Bazooka. Oh my. Joe. It's, it's bubble gum. I'll give that one to you, buddy. He's got it. And you know what's great about it? Nobody else has a cigar, so it's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can't be wrong. Throw these things out there. And then next week, everybody's going to get them in a, in a couple of weeks and, and say, what, Bazooka Bubblegum? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I think you nailed it. the two-inch mark in. That's when it goes to Bazooka. Bazooka Bubblegum. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, an unbelievable story from the asylum that I doubt is even real. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will chime in. And uh, an invitation to the Cigar Authority's seventh anniversary party. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. 
Rough Rider cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name, Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then, and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron.
This is Armand Asante, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, smoking the Euroa, the first 20-year Colorado. Welcome back, everybody. Colorado is a color, Colorado. That it's is also correct. a state. It's also a state. <laughs> yes. So what is this wrapper? It's Colorado colored. So we will defer to Christian Arroyo's quote where he absolutely loves authentic Corojo seed. And after decades of trying, he has the exact Colorado color. So it is a Corojo wrapper in a Colorado shade. Shade. So maybe it has to do with the priming of what it is that will become this color. Beautiful color, right? It's Beautiful. A, it's reddish brown. Yeah. It's a reddish brown hue. Hue. To it. He likes a hue. He likes a hue. Uh, kind of like Sunset at the Grand Canyon. I want to give a quick shout-out to a member of our audience yes. who is celebrating his birthday. He today. is. Frank. Yeah. And uh, in very debonair fashion, Frank came packing with uh, pastelitos. Or as they Pasta? say, I think the more authentic <laughs> yeah. pronunciation is patalitos. <laughs> Does it have pasta in it? It's, it is dough. It's guava. And he used uh, a cheese in it as well. He made it. He made it. Delicious, by the way. What is a guava? That's a fruit, like Fruit de la Bamba, but it's just a different flavor. All right. Wasn't that a song? Yeah, it is. Fruit de la Bamba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> what are the words of la Bamba? <laughs> da, da, da. <sighs> what are the words of la Bamba? <laughs> Nothing. That's it, good. It has <laughs> to be Family Guy. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. It's mine because I never knew the words to la Bamba. Because it's in Spanish. La, 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 la. Nothing. What okay. are the words? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is a Corojo, usually a lot full of bodied. I'm not having a full bodied problem with this. No, there's a very nice sweetness to yeah. this. Yeah. What are, the, what are the fillers on this? It is a Honduran Puro, so it's Honduran binder and filler. Two Puros back to back. And they're all Corojo seed. Uh, and the Arroyo, I know for sure the wrapper is Corojo. Uh, but it's not disclosed other than country of origin gotcha. on the binder and filler. Okay. Not overpowering at all? No. Very nice. Very nice. I'm glad I ordered it without even trying it. It's, it's a winner. Yeah. Good. How about price-wise? Did they price this yet? It is $12.50 to $14.50 a stick. So this being the thickest one, I'm imagining? $14.50. Yeah. Okay. Not a cheap date. But very good. I mean, that, that $12.50 price tag is going to be the new $10 cigar. I mean, you add the user fees on. And that's S what it is. And so all, all the new stuff that comes out, yeah, figure, figure that's what's happening. And for me, this is a cigar that has, like, a lot of complexity. You know, the, we're getting bazooka powder. We're getting some floral notes. For me, it kind of reminds me of, like, if this was a beer, it'd be an IPA, which are typically floral in nature. They have a lot of elements going on. I like this cigar a lot because of that. It's like, a, as, as Tommy Grella would say, it's a flavor bomb for there me. Something else I heard, you know, uh, while I was there was that these user fees and this cost of going through FDA compliance has been millions of dollars for some of these larger companies, much more than what they expected. So expect to have price increases. Great. And expect also that some of these people's budgets and things are being changed. For instance, Davidoff, who does this spectacular Golden Band Awards every single year, uh, and everybody looks forward to it, I, I heard is not going to happen this year. No kidding. Wow. That they are letting it go because it's very costly to do, and they put so much expense into uh, the FDA that they have to start cutting things down and stuff. So uh, you're going to see 
listen, either prices go up or the expenses get cut, one or the other, or in some cases both. Yeah, both. Mm -hmm. So while you enjoy it life till its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, spring is approaching. Thank God. Yes. That means more smoking outside. So I figured for today we would talk about how to be a gentleman when smoking in public. There's one fundamental rule always at play, and that is to always be courteous. Even if you're somewhere where smoking is permitted, please don't sit near or be around people who are not smoking. Or if there's no other place to go, ask them if they mind. Again, courteousness is Absolutely. the key element here. Wind direction is also big. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Pay attention to these things, right? Uh, but gentlemen, there typically will be other places to go. For example, if a smoking section is located near the entrance of a restaurant, bar, or club, and there's a decent amount of traffic walking in and walking out, even though this is the permitted smoking area, the debonair play is to move away from this entrance or exit area to a place where there's less traffic. Yeah, closer and to the people that are sitting down enjoying their meal, not smoking. <laughs> That's right. And less to listen to the people, get away from the people that are going to be complaining, which will be closest to their side, right? That's right, because you're going to hear it. Oh, right. that smell? You know, yeah. It's as dangerous as a candle, lady. Yes. Um, <laughs> also here, you guys, you want to be sure to properly dispose of your cigar when finished. Don't just leave it on the ground, let it go out by itself like you would inside of an ashtray. You're outdoors, have respect for the area. Uh, find an ashtray if there is one available. You want to make sure your cigar is properly distinguished and completely out uh, and to dispose of it properly. Keep the area clean. Uh, and to Jonathan's point a minute ago, finally, you do never want to blow smoke in someone, uh, even if they are a smoker. Blow it away from people. Pay attention to the wind directions. Well, if it's your wife and you want to be sexy for a second, you could blow the smoke right in her face. She likes it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll definitely get they, a little action on the ride home. Yeah, they, All right. they like that. We'll give you that. We'll yeah. give you that. Again, guys, key element here is to be courteous, be a gentleman, and be debonair. That's The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time we do this, are you debonair enough? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what the most important thing in that was? What's and that? I see cigar smokers do this all the time. Instead of just laying down your cigar and letting it go out, they smash it. They stab it. They twist it. Which brings oxygen into it and makes it worse. Yeah. Just leave it and let it go out. Yeah. And then dispose of it. Yeah. You can get away with it outdoors and put it down, put your foot on it, and smoldering it, actually making it go well, out. Well, because you're mushing no it into the moist ground. Yeah. Can, yeah. But doing that in an ashtray or something, there's a forest fire that's going to, you know, it's crazy the amount of smoke that ends up coming out from that, and, you, and they just keep going at it, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know Rookies. he's an amateur, right? Yeah. Rookie, yeah. for sure. Rookie move. So looking at our calendar, next week um, is the new Cigar Authority uniform. Yeah, baby. 
So that basically, we got nothing. We, <laughs> we, we got nothing on the show planned. I predict mailbags in the first segment. Sound familiar, Barry? Sound familiar. Yeah. Okay. We, we, well, uh, we I would definitely live up to Fat Man in a little coat. We have to uh, go through a lot of mailbags because they have piled They've up. We haven't up. been getting them, too. So we're going to smash through that. We're going to be all dressed up for the occasion. We have uniforms now. We will be uniform next week. Last so. episode of year six, so a little bit of house cleaning. It will be. And we're going to have new video stuff, new um, audio tracks, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's exciting. seven years in. We're in. Hopefully. And uh, this has been working so far, this new thing yeah. we got going? Yeah. So far, so good. So, far, right. so, good. so it took seven years. That we, might have, <laughs> we might have it. Uh, the following week, April 1st, April Fool's Day, is actually the exact day, seven years ago, that it fell on. And it is uh, the Cigar Authority's seventh anniversary coming up uh, to celebrate with us. Will be Omar DeFrias live with us from Fratello, and we will be smoking Fratello and more Fratello. And have the, the big table, game. and he and I can just go at it, pants off, dance off, yeah. right here. We'll see what ends up and happening. You be there. the judge. So uh, everybody's invited to it. Um, we we have to plan this week. What are we going to do? <laughs> what kind of food will be served? What do we do? It always goes back to food. That's how you have a celebration. It's it's drinking and eating and smoking, and we have to have all those things. It is our Catalina wine mixer. It is, the Catalina wine mixer. It's the freaking Catalina wine mixer. Are we going to have a new show open for the seventh year anniversary, I think, we should. I think it's time. Yeah? We could do a lot of things. All right. Lots so of new things coming. Seventh wedding anniversary gifts are copper, wool, and wood. So they're going to throw pennies at oh, us. I'll give you. So I'm saying, I'll give I'm you guys saying, some wood. <laughs> I'm saying we should drink Moscow mules Definitely. in a, in a, in a copper. In copper mug. And with the hammer and sickle. So that's really, you've hit all the major food groups for Barry. You're going to have cigars, <laughs> you're going to have food, and you're going to have alcohol. He is going to be happy <laughs> and sleeping halfway through the show. Dude, make sure you do his segment in the first hour. Right, right. <laughs> Take care of that right off the bat. Okay, and then uh, not a lot going on. We've got to start. Um, this is usually the time of year, the long winter and we start running out of material. So we need material, we need guests, we need ideas. Go to thecigarauthority.com, give us your ideas, put them on the Contact Us page, let us know what's going on, and uh, write to us or whatever you want to do with that. So uh, that takes us uh, to the peak into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. And folks, according to my sources... There has been a massive bumblebee recall after two employees admit to cooking a man and mixing him in with a batch of tuna. Bumblebee foods and t nothing? I expected more of a reaction than All that. I can think of is murder burgers. You know murder burgers? <laughs> no. I think you were so, talking about bees. So in New York like Mafia, the they, they kill the guy and they Brown. cook them up and they serve them in chopped meat at a barbecue. Really? Yeah, murder burgers. Very much like that. <laughs> so, uh, but tuna isn't cooked, is it? Tuna fish in a can? Yeah. It's cooked. Okay. How's it cooked? In an oven. 
Really? At 270 degrees. Okay. Bumblebee Foods and two employees were charged by Los Angeles prosecutors with violating safety regulations in the death of a worker who was cooked in an industrial oven with tons of tuna. Jose Molina was performing maintenance on a 35-foot-long oven at the company's Santa Fe Springs plant when co-workers loaded it in with 12,000 pounds of canned tuna and turned it on. Wouldn't even know he was there, right? Temperatures yep. reached 270 <laughs> degrees during the two-hour process to cook and sterilize the tuna. The body of Medina, at 62, was found when the oven was opened. That's insane, and that explains why mine tastes a little gamey. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. I have my sources. Is it true stuff or do you make it up? Yeah, I made up that they, they cooked a guy and that the prosecutors from Los Angeles are charging him. You can Google it. So it must be true. Gary, you are champion. Yes, I am. Imagine that. Imagine so this classic thing, classic history, has been brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, today is March 18th, Barry Stein, our champion, and it's the birth date of Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Save the best for last. TV actress best known for her roles as Ug in Ugly Betty. Desperate housewife, she initially gained fame after becoming the first African-American woman to earn the title as Miss America, later dethroned for some pornography thing that she ended up doing. <laughs> Vanessa Williams, born today what year? 1970. 70, says Chuck Morrison. No, Chuck Morrison's going to say 1965. 65. Uh, Mr. Jonathan's going to say 1965. 65, you say the same exact thing. Correct. Everybody is over, 1963. Wow, everyone is over. She looks great for her age. So this goes to you, Chuck Morrison. Ready. Dane Cook, comedian, stand-up comedian and actor who has his first comic to use social network websites such as MySpace to amass a giant devotee fan base. On the top stand, starring in films such as Good Luck Chuck. Correct. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Dan the Real Man. As, just name one. Employee of the Month, I think he was in. Employee, He's a New England native. My Best Friend's Girl, Employee of the Month that you brought up. He grew up in Cambridge, Massachusetts. There you go. Born Republic today. of Cambridge. There we go. People's Republic of. There you go. Uh, Dave, he was born in 75. 75. Uh, he was born in 1974. 74. Wow. 57. 57 for the point. Oh, Barry. <laughs> 72. But they were over. You were way off, but you still get the point. 
and the win so far. You're ahead one to nothing to nothing. It's matching oh. his initials right now, which is BS. <laughs> there's, there's only two, and you can't say he was lying. I mean, he was off so far. and uh, That's true. That's it's all it. part of his plan. And I, and I actually went to this day because I figured he studied tomorrow. <laughs> studied been, yesterday. Yeah. Um, today is the birth date of, this goes to Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, Mike Rowe. Yeah. Mike Rowe. Dirty Jesus. Jobs. TV host, television personality, best known for hosting the popularity of Discovery Channel, Dirty Jobs. He worked as a pitchman for the Ford Motor Company. He appeared in Tim Allen's brother on the ABC sitcom Last Man Standing. Mike Rowe, born today what year? 1958. 58. 1963. 63. 62. 62. Somebody got two points, Chuck Morrison. Thank you, sir. Thank you. One question left. It is Chuck Morrison, two, followed by Barry Stein, one. Mr. Jonathan, goose egg. One question left. Lulling them to a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. And this goes to Barry Stein? Yes, okay. sir. And it is our friend Jerry Greenfield's business partner, Ben Cohen's birthday. Ben Cohen, entrepreneur, American entrepreneur. This is uh, Ben. Activist from Ben and Jerry's. Yes, co-founder of the ice cream company Ben and Jerry's with Jerry Sin- Greenfield. He worked at a private school as an art teacher. He became a McDonald's cashier when him and Jerry planned a jump starter on their own bagel business. He suffers from uh, insomnia and caused the loss of smell and taste. You didn't know that, huh? And then he starts an ice cream company with flavors. Uh, he didn't lose his taste completely, but it was uh, suppressed and uh, increasing now by he can adding... Only, he can only taste things that have goldfish and raisins in them at the whatever. same time. But um, very interesting. They couldn't afford the bagel equipment machine. So they were looking around the warehouse of this place that sells used equipment, and the only thing they could afford was the ice cream making machine. So they said, what do you think? So they went into the ice cream business. Can we make this Boom. a billion-dollar business? Yes, I think yes, we they can. can. So they did it, and that's Ben Jerry's ice cream. Born today, Ben Cohen. What year? No clue, but I'm going to say 1940. 1940. 42 written down. And by 40. the way, that explains their, fl- their names of their ice cream. Chunky Monkey. It's never called vanilla or chocolate or this or that. You can't taste it. You can't taste it. 1944. 44 for the point. It's 51. So that was still far off, but you're okay. So uh, Chuck Morrison. Taking it back. Gets two points, takes the thing back, and that is our winner, Chuck Morrison. I need you guys to make sure you're watching his monitor because that's a very fast machine right there. He could be Googling stuff. Yeah, we have some new equipment here, and uh, it's only going to get better. It can't get worse, right? It can't get awesome. worse. Um, I, would like, it. I would like to give myself a little plug. Plug because yourself. Because on Tuesday, we had that massive snowstorm. For one of the few times ever, Two Guys Smoke Shop closed early. No one told me. Ah, zip it. Nobody you, told me. Sorry, Are you just learning media. this right now? I am right this second. Too. How the hell do you think I put a video up at 4 o'clock in the afternoon if we were... Dancing with my wife at my house on I my I was deck. in Mexico with no thing. I yeah. got that one at the airport when I got back. Whiteout conditions. It was brutal. It took me two hours to get home, but I got home. My wife had this idea. We, we made, made a, a video, video. Dancing in the snow because she was sick of looking at all of her friends on Facebook complaining about the snow. So she said, you know what? We're going to give the snow the finger. We're going out and dancing. And, and enjoy I said, it. In our bathing suits. And she said, I don't know about that. And so I went and picked out a bathing suit for her and we put the video up. So if you go to... Uh, the Mr. Jonathan Facebook page, the video's there, 
It's only got 27,000 hits, so I could use a few thousand more to hit 30. That's what I'm looking for. That's yeah. the goal. So go on to the Mr. Jonathan professional page, and it's right there. It's the first video. 27,000. It's impressive. Yeah. It is. It really is. You get a buck for each one? How does that I work? I get nothing. Yeah. It. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. But my wife keeps hiring these this professional person to teach her how to do social media, and you said, she Let me has show me you how to do it. Let me right show there you. at home. Now so you proved it to her. I'm just showing her. That's all. All right. And now uh, the Aroa first 20-year Colorado coming to cigar stores soon. They're saying April 3rd, so we're just a short time away from it. Is that April 3rd our time or April 3rd Honduran time? It's probably Honduran time. So uh, all being May, factors May that, 3rd? Right. Probably towards the end of April, I would say. <laughs> what do you think? I'm getting uh, more cedar now than before, a little brown sugar. I can't get the bub um, bubblegum dust off Disappe my mind so that's for me. that's there for me so that's what i got it's good it's very good yeah i get the cedar i have some floral components it's nice mm -hmm. i'd little, love to smoke this in a smaller size a little bit of brown sugar on the front end this is the biggest size so you got no problem getting that done it's good it's yeah. good goodbye good. dave goodbye yeah good. yep well i mean uh, i mean christian's got he's got a history with you but he also has a history of of hitting Solid. Maybe they're not all home runs, but he's getting he's getting on to first base. He's getting on second base every single time. Second base, man. The guy is he's the king. He's the cover boy over here. First base. <laughs> he's <laughs> a That's grand a slam hitter. <laughs> you kidding me? He's the king my, of cigars. My point is, he doesn't strike out often. That was my point. Okay. He's a solid player. Absolutely. So uh, we're digging deep in the mailbag next week. They are piling up. We're going to take care of them, and we have outfits to wear. Can't wait. I have this leather thong picked out. It's got pockets in them for my hammers and my nails. This is we're gonna turn the show into a video production because now people can watch the show. We've got some things going on, it's gonna improve. So now we can't be just dressing regular. We're gonna have uniforms. I hate okay. the idea. Yeah? I like my uniform. Okay, till then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority and the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your Aroa, the first 20 years, Colorado, you and your one eyebrow. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven.